Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. In the cold, in the dark, oh Lord, it's the grace of my heart. Are you proud of yourself? Yeah, this soundtrack's not on Spotify, and that really bums me out. Can you buy it on Apple Music? I don't have to. I own it. I'm just hmm. gonna... Well, then why are you fucking crying about it? Because it should be on Spotify. I don't want to have to fucking rip it. Well, it looks like you will have to do that. Maybe like how we talked about Shabon Fallon Hogan mm-hmm. and then the AV Club wrote about her. Maybe now that we're talking about Grace My Heart, Spotify will put the soundtrack on. Yeah, put it out in the ether. Put it out in the universe. Maybe yeah. it will deliver. Get that You Made Me Watch bump. <laughs> you made me watch. Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something that is Allison Bobbitt, and I'm here with my husband, Mike Bobbitt, and you made me watch Grace of My Heart. I thought it was a good companion to Mr. Holland's anus. You mean Mr. Holland's old penis? (laughs) Mr. Holland's old penis. (laughs) It was interesting getting to watch Mr. Holland's opus, because I'd only seen the porn parody. Which I think is weird and a little creepy. I never got into porn parodies. Flint Bones is one of my top. 10 favorite movies of all time i hate it ron jeremy is such an upstanding person he plays head flint bone anyway grace of my heart i'm glad you finally watched this this is actually one of my favorite movies i own the soundtrack hell you were singing along to like every song shut up it was so cute i was singing quietly you couldn't hear Mm, i heard you every time it was cute oh it was cute I know you've been wanting me to watch this, and I think my issue was the name of the movie, where I was like, oh my god, that sounds stupid. Yeah. It makes sense when you watch the movie, the title of it. You're like, oh, okay, well, like, that's the title. It's the song that, like, she sings when she finally has her... It's, like, the title of her album and, you know, whatever. Spoiler alert. It's actually very sweet, and the soundtrack is really good, and everybody's really good in it. I know it's an almost two-hour movie, but I feel like I wanted more in in some respects. Oh, wow. Because it is a movie where, like, it's like Mr. Holland's old penis. It, uh, <laughs> it spans decades. Like, it goes over the course of, like, what is it, 30 years or something like that? Yeah, I, th- I think it goes from, like, the late 50s to early 70s. Yeah, so about 20-ish years. Yeah. 20, 30 years. I feel like, even though there was a lot to digest, 
in some ways I still wanted more. I wanted more about, you know, her relationships and, and, you know, I wanted, but they had these really great scenes that like really conveyed a lot of emotion. I don't know. I feel like this movie could have been two and a half hours and I would have been okay with it. It could have, well, it could have been a a limited series. Yeah. You know what? It came out so long ago you know it came out in 1996 so Mm -hmm. limited series weren't really a a thing besides you know like roots and (laughs) shogun and shit like that so yeah but nowadays i think it would have made a great limited series i feel like it still could be a great limited series i mean obviously you know you wouldn't get Ileana Douglas, which would be a real shame because she's so great in this. She's fantastic. She's so good. And like, so and she <laughs> seems like a genuinely cool person, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like her every a lot. interview I've ever seen of her, she just seems awesome. She seems great. Yep. I did enjoy that her, like, the great love of her life is um, with a Jay played by matt dillon <laughs> who the year before played her brother in to die for yeah that's hot i thought was hilarious like incest is so hot dude it was re- that was real funny so that's the first time i saw Ileana douglas too was in um to die for oh okay which is just um that's a movie where matt dillon is married to nicole kidman she has an affair with joaquin phoenix who's like a high schooler and then she convinces, she manipulates him into killing her husband. Here, alternate titles could have been, because the song is actually not called Grace of My Heart. It's called Boat on the Sea. Oh. So it could have been called Boat on the Sea, but that almost sounds like a euphemism for sex. <laughs> I don't know why, but when I hear Boat on the Sea, I just think boning. You're so weird. God give me strength, but that sounds like a Kirk Cameron movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that seems a little... Ugh. Yeah. Could have been called Grooving on You. No, thank you. Because I was grooving on you. No, thank you. Could have been called Take a Run at the Sun. The soundtrack, it's a lot of Jay Mascus from Dinosaur Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically does all of the Matt Dillon songs. Mm-hmm. And then Burt Backrack and Elvis Costello wrote the Ileana Douglas's character songs. So it, they're just really, really good songs that are believable that they could have been hits. Yeah, yeah. It was a really amazing soundtrack. Like, because mm-hmm. all of these songs are original, like, to the movie. You know, a, a lot of times, you know, when you're kind of spanning decades they'll have songs that existed in in that time period and just kind of like rewrite history and be like oh they wrote it or you know whatever but no like they wrote all of these original songs for the movie and they're all so good another neat little trivia thing while we're on the subject of the songs bridget fonda plays a tv star Mm -hmm. uh based heavily on uh leslie gore who um in real life in real life was a lesbian secretly because she was a a child star and a pop star it would have ruined her career Mm -hmm. leslie gore co-wrote the song that uh they end up writing for bridget fonda's character in the movie my secret love 
That's sweet. Yeah. And I did see that um, Leslie Gore unfortunately passed away in 2015, but yeah. that she had been with her partner, Lois um, Sasson. For something like 30 years or yeah, something. Yeah, 33 years. Yeah. So it's pretty lovely that she was able to spend her life out. Yeah. And with someone that she loved very much. Yeah. I, it's such a great soundtrack. So many different types of musicians. Yeah. Um, it was like, um, you know, there's like the doo-wop. Yeah. There's like a Supremes kind of. Yeah. Kind of like Beach Boys sort of style group that Jay's in. Yeah. It's kind of funny because at the end it says any likeness to real people is purely coincidental. It's like, no, like Matt no. Dillon's clearly Brian Wilson. And yeah. Uh, no. Bridget Fonda is clearly Leslie Gore. Yeah, no, they're yeah. they're based on real people. Um, you know, I'm sure they're not entirely based on those right. people, but you know, the idea of them, that's them. So do you want me to do the one minute recap of the movie? Yes. Ileana Douglas is a daughter of a rich family and she really wants to be a singer. Be a singer and do like cool music, but her family kind of wants her to do this more uh, classical stuff. So she kind of breaks away from her parents when she wins a contest to go to New York. And she finds that there isn't really a market for female solo artists anymore. So she ends up getting a job from John Tuturo writing songs for other performers. And she falls for another songwriter played by Eric Stoltz, who's a dick. And then she ends up falling for Matt Dillon, who's a Brian Wilson type. And we just kind of follow her career as she finally gets to record her own album and then a follow-up album. And uh, it's a nice character study. The yeah. End. It is a really great character study. Um, Movie could have also been called Wigstock. Because there oh, are God. some fantastic wigs in this movie. There are some, wi although apparently Bridget Fonda's hair is her actual hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. And that hair was huge. I like how they address the fact that John Turturro's character is wearing a Where, wig. Oh my God, because his his hairpiece is insane through the entire movie. Yeah, it is so big and so in like so unnatural looking yep like you would normally get a wig to look like natural but his are just like crazy yeah there's a uh, rival songwriting team played by patsy kensett from lethal weapon 2 who i i kept trying to place like who is she mm -hmm. and she was mel gibson's love interest in that and mm -hmm. it's a shame that she hasn't done more because she's really really good and she's had a very full career she's english so you know a lot of her stuff isn't necessarily stuff that's big in the states yeah one of her first things is hanover street which is a 1979 movie that harrison ford did immediately after star wars oh yeah and then her uh, husband is played by Chris Isaac, who you yes. didn't realize it was Chris Isaac no. till afterwards. And I think they do a neat thing. And maybe this is because it is written and directed by a woman. But I think in most movies, it would have set up a rivalry between the two female songwriters. But yes. instead, they kind of bond over the fact that 
their guys are kind of garbage and they're actually the the women are actually the brains yeah they're the creative force so they ended up bonding and writing together and then they just become friends which yeah i think is awesome because i really felt like the first time i saw this like oh they're setting this up for that's going to be the rivalry yeah nope Nope, not at all. Yeah, see, I thought that too. I was like, oh man, they're going to have them not like each other. And I like that they acknowledge that Ileana Douglas is a little threatened and that they both seem a little bit threatened by one another, Mm -hmm. but that they both let their guards down, get to know each other, and then become these like close friends. Like they're best, you know, they're very close. And the way that they the form the friendship forms is so well done Mm -hmm. like it it feels organic you know there's nothing knocking a television career but allison anders hasn't really gotten to do a lot of other movies she did Mm -hmm. direct ring of fire the johnny cash biopic Mm -hmm. but she's mostly done a lot of television but not surprisingly she did female-centric television like uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a Beaches series or a Beaches movie mm-hmm. remake or whatever, and she did that. And But she's also gotten to do a lot of, you know, male things, like the um, Sons of Anarchy spinoff, Mayans, mm-hmm. MC. She has directed episodes of that. So she's had a very full career, but, man, this is such a great movie. And... It is. And it's very, um, you get these very powerful and emotional scenes. Basically, after Jay dies, he drowns. She's like out, you know, like partying with friends, you know, thinking that, you know, Jay's feeling better and he's going to meet her later. So after Jay dies, it appears she kind of, she goes to a commune. Um mm-hmm. It looks like a spiritual kind of cult yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it is. Like uh, Peter Fonda does the, it's all kind of done, like there's a Sean Colvin song playing and they actually mm-hmm. uh, walk past Sean Colvin playing guitar oh, and singing. That's funny. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's and funny. So it, it's a montage, but it's not a shitty cliche montage yeah. because you're kind of getting her life and you're getting the song and you're also getting a conversation between her and the guru voiced by Peter Fonda. Yeah. Which I think is perfect casting for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what I'm talking about is so she ends up in this commune. She's So she's basically in like this weird spiritual cult. And John Turturro just shows up and is like, all right, we're going to go. Um, and, he, you know, gets her out of there. And she's, you know, so they're staying in a motel for the night as they're, you know, getting ready to leave. And she's sitting by the pool that evening. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm just, you know, thinking about Jay and talking to Jay. You know, she's not really letting herself let go. And he just kind of provokes that out of her. Like... He's like, oh, yeah, really? Is that what you're doing? Oh, fuck me. All right, go ahead. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. And he, like, throws a glass of water in her face, and she finally breaks down. 
and lets herself like mourn but that scene is so good because she goes from just being like seemingly serene and you know like oh you know jay's not really gone you know he's still all around me blah 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 but not accepting that he's dead i guess yeah that is actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie because it falls into that category of scenes that I really, really like. It's very simply shot. Mm-hmm. It's them by a pool. Yeah. And it is one long take yep. where it's just. There's like hardly any cuts. Yeah, there's like a a push in, like a zoom in. Mm-hmm. The camera was probably placed on the other side of the pool. Mm-hmm. And it's just these actors giving a chance to act and it's so good the emotional curve of that scene and the fact that it's a dialogue heavy scene like Mm -hmm. man it it, i mean john turturro is just a, a phenomenal actor too yes but getting to watch these two wonderful actors at the top of their game Scenes like that are what makes me realize, oh, I'm not an actor. I, right. <laughs> I'm a person that was lucky enough to get cast in a, a handful of things, but I'm not an actual actor. Like, that's, yeah. it's a skill. It, and, it is. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. When I see people able to act like that, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, I could never do that. You know, mm-hmm. I could never do that. These people have a phenomenal talent. Here's a, a fun little coinky dinky. Hmm. Drina De Niro, Robert De Niro's daughter, mm-hmm. plays one of John Turturro's receptionists. Oh, that's so funny. And she also has a small role in the Lady Gaga, A Star is Born remake. Really? Which is, you know, definitely shares mm-hmm. DNA with this movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was kind of a cute little That's cute. cute. Little thing. That is cute. That is very cute. Yeah. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. I fucking hated his hair so much in this movie. I understand he's supposed to be like a beatnik or whatever, but that hair was offensive. (laughs) I am pissed about... Like, why? Why did it have to look that way? It's like combed forward and like... here. All right. It's really bad. His hair was offensive. (laughs) Every time he popped up... You were so angry about his hair. It was very funny. I'm so angry about it still. How dare he show up to work every day and (laughs) let someone comb it in that way and be like, let's put this on film. Like, who made this decision? I I hated it. I wonder if it was his hair or if it was a wig. (sighs) It's okay. Breathe through it. I really can't. I'm super pissed. It's so ugly. I think it was his real hair. I think they gave him this unfortunate haircut. Probably. Because his hair is red. Yep. It's like his hair doesn't naturally lay that way, I think is the huge problem I'm having. Mm. But they still did that to his head anyway. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's fine. It wasn't fine. There's a TV series called Action. It was almost like, what if Entourage didn't have bro energy (laughs) (laughs) it's like a hollywood like behind the scenes hollywood show uh jay moore 
was the star of it and Ileana Douglas was the co-lead and Buddy Hackett of all people was like the third lead in it. It was such a good show. It only lasted one season, but man, that was a great show. And I think that was the first time I really noticed Ileana Douglas as someone who I was like, wow, that, that, that's a person that's just really cool. She has a very, like, standout look. She has a huge, huge smile, and her eyes are so big, and just, she looks like a doe. Especially in the scenes where she's she's younger, it plays so well, because she's just so, like, she just seems so sweet and innocent, but she also is, like, very sassy, I yeah. guess. Like, she can, re- like, she was so much the perfect person to play this part. I just can't even handle how awesome she was in this. <laughs> I'm so glad that you like this movie. That makes me so happy it, because this is one that I ended up buying. Yes. Because I like so much. Mm-hmm. And um, I realize in looking at the list of movies I have coming up for you to watch. Oh, God. I've kind of strayed away from a lot of the uh, shit movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I wish I could say the same. I have a good amount of like decent movies, but there are some piles of crap. Okay. And I am sorry in advance. Having watched this, I really want to read Ileana Douglas's autobiography. It's called I Blame Dennis Hopper. Which, <laughs> I mean, what a great title for a book. Uh... Mm. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. The the full title is I Blame Dennis Hopper and Other Stories from a Life Lived in and Out of the Movies. All right. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yay. Awesome. I I think these were two good music movies that we watched back to back. You're right. It was a good companion. Like they were good companions for one another. They're similarly formatted in that they span, you know, over... A period of years yeah and they're about music and about you know following following your heart i suppose when it comes to what you want to do with music we are recording this episode the day uh two days after character actor michael k williams died yeah the next movie that i'm going to have for you have you seen the road no michael k williams ha- only has one scene in it mm-hmm. but it's a pretty powerful scene. Everything that that guy did was pretty powerful. Um, yes. To play so many queer roles where, yes. unfortunately, there's a lot of stigma still within the black community to be queer. And mm-hmm. um, and he did and, it with such bravery and, and honesty and... Played these badass queer characters yeah and i'm not 100 percent sure he might have been bisexual i i don't know but i know that he has been linked to women but how how bold he's a guy who considered himself an activist first and mm-hmm. looked at all the hollywood stuff as something that he was doing to support his activism Mm-hmm. And for a guy who really looked at acting as just a day job yeah, and not his passion, 
what up sure had a lot of passion yeah man you know we were talking earlier about john turturro and Ileana douglas in that scene Mm -hmm. michael k williams was a person that brought it in everything every did so yeah most um, recently i saw him in lovecraft country and he was so goddamn amazing in that series and and in you know the night of and in the wire and literally every single thing he ever did that i ever saw he was so fucking awesome and did you read the road at all no the cormac mccarthy Mm-mm. book in all honesty i am a little worried how it is going to affect me now that i am a dad because when i saw it mm-hmm. and i read it right after i saw it it was you know years before we had benji and yeah uh, it's gonna be a heavy one i just want to forewarn right. you so you might want to pick something light next week all right i will do that okay because yeah i definitely i understand what you're saying we're like movies hit you a little different when they involve kids after you become a parent yeah so here's a question for the facebook group what movie has a scene that just makes you go holy shit that was some phenomenal acting yeah like knocks you out of your seat yeah where you're like holy shit those guys can fucking act yeah so as always thank you to the facebook group thank mm-hmm. you everyone for listening thank you allison for being my wife my wife, my wife. uh i will not walk out onto the ocean thank you i appreciate that but i am gonna put some bars on our skylight because i don't want someone coming in and taking my tapes man oh my, my tapes <laughs> what are those are those your tapes yeah yeah man i found them I found them oh okay <laughs> Yeah, he is so crazy. Dude, he was hella crazy. All right. So until next week. Bye. Bye.